source for music reports, reviews, and remarks. I'm your host, Tyler Wheatley, and joining me today is Phil Aiken. And uh, how's your week been, Phil? Uh, not too bad. Yeah? Getting into any new music at all? Enjoying some new um, stuff? Yeah, I've been listening to Macklemore, actually. Never nice. really gave him a chance before today. So Yeah, I kind of felt the same. Uh, I didn't... Uh, I didn't really listen to a whole lot of him. I'm still sh- stuck in his, uh, you know, thrift store days. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, before we actually uh, start into anything, we can start off with a fun question. What was the first album you ever bought? If I remember right, it was uh, Meteora from Linkin Park. Wow. Really? That's an old one. That's not too bad. I actually, as weird as this is going to sound, I actually bought a We Butter the Bread with Butter album. Really? The German, like, metal band and it was back in like 2010. It was uh, there. I'm gonna butcher the crap out of this because it's German. But it was uh, Der Tag and Dem De Welt's Underging, Unter Unter Unterging, something Unter, like that. Probably. Uh, yeah, that was back in my teen angst days of middle school, getting into really weird music. Nice. And I had a friend introduce me to them, and I was like, Oh my god, this is different. I love it. But yeah, no, it was uh. It was an interesting first album buy, uh, explaining that to my parents. Why are you buying German albums? Yeah, no, I understand. I was an angsty teenager, too. My yeah. parents didn't understand Linkin Park when yeah. I got into them. So Parents just don't understand, man. Yeah. Will Smith was right this whole time. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, we can start talking about some new music, though. Um, Elenium just dropped a new album uh, about a couple weeks ago now, but uh, Awake was the title of that. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I actually really liked it, which was kind of surprising because I never really got into EDM. Okay. Um, I like electronic music, like synthwave and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I just EDM was never something that like stood out to me. But I actually really enjoyed this album. Surprisingly yeah. enough. I would say um, I listen to more like the heavier side of like like dubstep more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a wide variety in EDM. It's kind of my main uh, music genre I listen to. Uh, I thought this was a pretty good album though. I enjoyed it. It was pretty chill. It was pretty laid back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of what I expected from them. Um, but overall, like every song in it, I felt like was pretty good. It was pretty chill. something I could go back and listen to if I just want to chill out and do some homework or, you know, just vibe out and hang out. Uh, I thought it was pretty good, though. Um, as far as I know, he hasn't released an album for a bit. I mean, he usually artists, they release songs pretty frequently. Uh especially in like that genre mm-hmm. uh, whereas a lot of other bands you know they're always popping out albums but uh, it was kind of cool to see like a whole album come out uh, it's not super common all the time but it was something that I was like I'm kind of excited for this and then I checked it out and really enjoyed it yeah. so it was something I was like I could co- totally go back and listen to this yeah, it was a nice change of pace for me because um, I do listen to the heavier stuff like dubstep too okay yeah. and um, I listen to a lot of uh, when it comes to electronic music I listen to a lot of instrumental stuff um, not stuff that has lyrics on it, but this was like a nice change. Is okay. Uh, like what do you, like what do you normally listen to? Um, stuff like um, I'm wearing a Night Runner shirt right now. They okay. do largely instrumental stuff. Um, uh, Dance with the Dead's another one. Robert Parker and they use lyrics in their songs occasionally, but it's largely instrumental, which is nice for studying. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll say very chill. You don't have to worry mm-hmm. about distractions exactly. and stuff. And even this one, I felt like like there was a lot of lyrics in it and stuff, but it didn't feel too distracting. Like you yeah, can have it as yeah. background noise. I actually did have it as background noise. Yeah, I was doing I would some say, homework. That's what I did too. I had it up and was just listening to it and just going through like my day, just doing homework mm-hmm. and studying and stuff. And I was like, this is nice. This is like super chill. Totally change your pace, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. From like normal heavy stuff, I listen to like everything. I listen to heavy metal and dubstep and like Frank Sinatra throughout my day. I go everywhere. <laughs> 
but it was yeah it was definitely nice i liked it um another new album that did just drop uh was dj carnage and young thug's new album young martha um pretty small album only yeah. f- uh, only like four or five songs on it um i wasn't impressed i wasn't either honestly. i'll be honest uh I- there was a lot of hype in new york about it they were yeah. actually in new york hyping it up they had f- electronic billboards up uh it was plastered everywhere and it did not live up to the hype that I think he wanted it to. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed the first track, um, Homie, I believe is what it was called. Yeah. That was actually pretty nice, but past that, I just didn't like it. And yeah, it was... I I tried to like really get into it because I don't listen to much DJ Carnage anyway. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like the meme DJ of the EDM world to like not like him anyway. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I don't really get into his music very often just because it's more like house, I guess. <clears throat> But, yeah, it wasn't super impressive. I was kind of mm-hmm. hoping maybe it would be not just a rap tri- like yeah. album, yeah. you know? I felt like it was just like art, like you know, rappers or artists just rapping, and then he made the beats for them, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what it felt like the entire album. Yeah, it was – I don't listen to a whole lot of rap. Um, I do occasionally, but not very often. But um, one thing I do look for in the songs is like – actually being able to understand the lyrics that are being said. So, like, the song 10,000 Slimes, um, I I couldn't understand what they were saying. Like, it was just, like, gibberish to me. It it was, I I didn't get it. It Yeah, that is definitely one thing with, like, new age rap nowadays Mm -hmm. is uh, not being able to understand their lyrics. But if the beats, if the beats fire, it's real popular. yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's, like, that's one thing that I can't really get into. I mean, I've been trying to get into, like, new rap more and more just mm-hmm. to, you know, be with the hip, cool kids nowadays. Uh, but, yeah, it's like if I can't understand it, then I I don't want to listen to right, it. I want to rap along with them and feel like, you know, I'm also spitting them fire verses. Right, exactly. And then if I can't understand you, then I'm just mumbling weird things and saying high notes, mm-hmm. and that's about it. <laughs> it was, yeah, that's that's kind of what I got from that album was just mumbles and really good beats. And I was like, all right, maybe this will go well at a frat house or something. Who knows? Yeah, it might be good at a party, I <clears throat> suppose, but it's not something I'd listen to on my own. No, I, I don't think I'll go back mm-hmm. to it. Uh, you know, I tried to give him a chance since I haven't listened to him in a long time. The last song I listened to DJ Khaled was like Bricks, which was probably like four years ago. Mm, wow. And that's the like last enjoyable experience I've had with him. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll give him a try. <laughs> and then I was like, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. I guess I'll just go back to not listening to him anymore. Yeah, um, I've never heard of these people before. Um, and so it, I, I did try to be fair. I tried to give him a shot. It was new yeah. to me, but it just didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Young Thug, um, I haven't really listened to a whole lot of them, uh, maybe like one or two songs. So I was, you know, trying to be like open-minded, like, okay, you know, maybe this will be kind of cool mm-hmm. just to hear some of his work. And then I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't really too impressed. Um, I'm not saying, like, every rap song has to go hard or has to be, like, Kendrick Lamar-level rap. Yeah, not right. everyone can be Kendrick Lamar. Not everyone can be Eminem. You know, not everyone can be Tupac and Biggie. Not everyone can be the best. Mm-hmm. But it's not enjoyable to yeah. a sense. Like, I felt like I don't I don't want to go back to it, which is right. kind of a... I feel like that's a bad thing to say about an album that no, someone puts a lot of work fair. into. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, you don't have to like every album you hear, but, like, if it's in your genre of music that you like, you're like, oh, I, I should probably go back to that. And yeah, you're like, but I don't really want to. It's disappointing when it, it it's not good. Yeah, and... it really is. Um, on to equally possibly good and awkward music, uh, Macklemore's new album, Gemini. First thoughts? I actually really enjoyed it. Um, 
I never, like I said earlier, I never really listened to Macklemore, but um, his songs were kind of heavy this time around. Like, they, they were. They I thought the same thing. Uh, he was also going pretty hard for Macklemore. I was like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. What's going on here? Uh, I, I, I honestly kind of enjoyed his uh, collabs with other rappers. Mm. I felt like it definitely made it seem like it was more acceptable for him to go hard. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these songs were as if it was just Macklemore trying to like rap real hard and be thug. Then I would have been like, "What are you? What are yeah, you? Doing? Like, what are you stop, doing?" Stop, please. But no, I I did enjoy it. Um, he yeah, like you said, he definitely went through some like kind of deeper, darker things, mm-hmm. uh, especially like his song with Kesha. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Kind of you know everything that she's gone through. And everything she's had to deal with and her kind of coming out and being like, you know, let's go back to the good old days. Let's yeah. let's do something to, you know, remember some positivity and stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I remember I was listening to the song <clears throat> Glorious, and I think he starts out saying, like, you know, you die twice. Like, once when you physically die and then once when people, like, finally forget about you. Yes. And it's like, God, that's heavy. Yeah, you're like, oh, my God, yeah. I never knew he, like, wrote this kind of stuff in his lyrics. I always thought he was just, like, the thrift store guy or yeah whatever. yeah let's say i never i always thought macklemore was like some goofy guy rapping doing whatever and then he's writing things that are like he's pulling like, at your heartstrings and like making you think yeah, he's and like i'm talking like about his daughter and like how precious she is and then like talking about death constantly in it and it's yeah god, honestly just lighten up a little bit please i was like <laughs> oh my god okay you don't have to but then like he'll go from like really depressing to like going real hard in the next yeah. song so you're like what are you doing it's like I'm, a back and forth i'm it's everywhere like, right now it's crazy it is yeah it definitely like always i felt like i was always on my toes like mm-hmm. what is the next song going to bring me because like he'll go from uh, spitting some serious bars like willy wonka i actually really enjoyed i thought that song mm-hmm. went pretty hard and then like then he goes to like intentions yeah and i'm like Okay. Okay, we're bringing it, was, it back down. I was thought yeah. in, I was thought intentions was kind of weird. Um I don't know. I got the meaning of the song, but I right. felt like it was carried out almost in an awkward way. His analogies were kind of weird in that song. Yeah. It's like for it. it's like he's going back and forth and it's like it's real world things that like everyday people deal with, mm. but then like it was carried out in such a weird way that I felt like he was just talking to me rather than trying to like, you know, sing or ad-lib yeah. something to me. So I was just exactly. like um okay i guess i i wasn't really impressed with that song um but the other ones yeah i did enjoy mm-hmm. uh ain't gonna die it took me a, a couple times to like re-listen to it to actually get through it because eric nally has an interesting voice you could say that again yeah it threw me off yeah really fast like i mean he's in the very beginning of the song so mm-hmm. i was like whoa whoa wait, wait a minute i'm like this definitely isn't macklemore but what is going on? Yeah, here? who is this? Yeah, I was like, what's going on? I I'd never heard of him, uh, so I guess it was kind of cool I mean, to see yeah. him come up. I know Macklemore isn't the biggest, but obviously he's known, so it's kind of cool for him to, I guess, to get a start with that, mm-hmm. or even you know, I guess, build himself off of that. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, he did. Macklemore did a lot in this album. He kind of mm-hmm. went everywhere. I mean, he had songs that were like, get you in the mood mm-hmm. for sexy time, and then like normal rap songs and then deep dark and depressing right think about your life and everything you've done i can't remember the song it was I, the name escapes me but i know he mentioned i believe at the beginning of the song that he's like i've got this guns and roses shirt and I, I like it but i don't actually listen to the band and i'm like does that really fit in with the album like, yes you just uh, talked was, about death and now you're talking about i think it was fire breather i think was it was it? fire breather okay but yes yes he did do that yeah. he's and i felt honestly 
it made me think of like every teenage girl who has like a Nirvana shirt mm-hmm. on or and they can't uh, name like three yeah, songs and they even. can't even name like three Nirvana songs or they have like you know like Led Zeppelin or you know that that era of music mm-hmm. they have and they're like oh but it looks so cool and yeah, then you're like flashing. well name like three songs for me and they're like well I don't even know who these people are and you're like not well, a true fan like then what's the point of wearing the shirt at least mm-hmm. at least listen to it and then wear the shirt right. like give it a chance at least or something I mean uh yeah, but I I did think that was kind of funny. He was playing on like the whole like pop culture thing yeah. of like merch that a lot of people do nowadays. Like they'll be wearing Nirvana shirts or you know like Led Zeppelin shirts, and then be like, I've never listened to any of these songs or anything by them. And you're like, well, mm-hmm. honestly, you're missing out for one and two. Maybe give it a chance before you just wear the shirt. Right. At least listen to like their top five songs. Yeah, you don't even you'd... go out and buy like a best of <clears throat> album and like exactly you get like what 10, 15 tracks at most, and it's like there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. Then, then at least you can like have some opinion on them right. or something. Because then you're caught in this awkward situation where someone's like, oh yeah, yeah, I love that band too, and then you're like, yeah, and that's yeah. it. Like yeah. it's just awkward for both of you because mm-hmm. then they're like, they totally don't listen mm-hmm. to them, and you're like, no, no, no. I do. Remember, I have the shirt. I know that one song, <laughs> Pour Some Sugar On Me. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> that, wasn't that song great? Do you know any other ones? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, honestly. Uh, yeah, I did. I liked that, though, the kind of, like, play on the whole millennial pop culture mm-hmm. thing. It was it was pretty funny. Uh, the rest of the album, though, I did enjoy, honestly. I feel like I could go back to this album. Yeah, that's something I'd give it a shot again. Like, um, you know, I, I would go back and listen to it. I, heck, heck I, might even, I might even work out to this song. I've, I look for a lot of music mm-hmm. to work out to. I like to go real hard on my workout days. Um, and I felt like a lot of these kind of like, you know, more rap-centered songs did go hard. I was like, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't think much of it. I thought it was kind of going to be awkward since it is Macklemore. He's not really a rapper. Uh, he's more of like a hip-hop artist than anything mm-hmm. that does have some verses. But the fact that he kind of went to rap and then even brought in other rappers that are famous mm-hmm. right now to like boost that yeah. and make it make it better. And I, I don't know if he produced his own beats or if uh, the other rappers did, but I I did enjoy it. The, you know, so the whole like beat fetishism thing nowadays. If it mm-hmm. has a good beat and okay lyrics, it's it's famous. Yeah, it'll get played on the radio. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I did notice and it was crazy to me that like almost the entire album had someone like featured on each song. Yeah, I think there's only like one or two songs that were like just Macklemore. Yeah, there's there's very few that had just Macklemore. But I you know I can I can enjoy that because um, a lot of it's that someone that someone was featured on there was they were either the chorus or, you know, they had their own part specifically where they were remembered in the song. It's mm-hmm. not like they were, like, background noise. Um, like the Skylar Gray song, uh, Glorious, uh, you know, she was she was a pretty main part. She was the chorus. I mean, she usually always is uh, in songs that she's featured in. But even, like, uh, Marmalade and Willy Wonka with Lil Yachty and then Offset, mm-hmm. they, had, they had some pretty important roles in there. It wasn't something that I was, like... Okay, they were in there for like four verses, and then you yeah. never remember them. Like Macklemore didn't seem to like hog even his own album. Yeah, that it was his own That's work. He just, he, you know, he like he like shared it with everyone, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the fact that he was just like, I'm gonna bring all these people in, and I'm just gonna make a dope album. Uh, you know, I don't want it to yeah, be yeah. just okay. I want to bring in all these people that these people know, or even if the you know the public doesn't know them, they can know them now. So I thought it was pretty cool. It was kind of a way of showing, like, even though this is my own work, I'm not going to hog my own album. Right. 
I was like, yeah, that yeah, works out. It's not a bad thing whatsoever. I was just like really surprised that like every song has someone, yeah. someone featured it, on it. That is definitely kind of surprising. You don't see a lot of albums nowadays where mm-hmm. like most of them have features. You're like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. This is like, different. This is all right. I'm used to like maybe like uh, two or three songs at most yeah. you know, having a feature on it. But like out of 16 tracks, like 15 of them, you know, had someone featured on yeah. it, which is great and all. And, it's know. Yeah, but again, it's definitely not something that you see all mm-hmm. the time. Every album you click on nowadays has, you know, a couple people featured, but it's oh, like, yeah. I grinded this album out, this is mine, mm-hmm. and then you're like, all right, yeah, that's okay. And Here's then, some you know, guest couple, appearances. A couple people on there is like, yeah, like guest artists, and then you're like, all right, yeah, this is fine. Mm-hmm. But for Macklemore to just be like, every song, almost every song is just here, it's... uh. It's definitely interesting to see it, that kind of almost like change of mindset for him to for him to do that. It's it's uh I don't know. Do you yeah. think he was do you think he was almost less confident in his album to feature that many people or do you think that it was no, a smart move by him? Um I think it was a smart move. It was more of like um you had these people who like who came in on this album and can give like their own input and their own like insight into this album. So I think that kind of like influenced some of the lyrics even. Um, I don't know to what, ex- you know, extension these people wrote the lyrics on. Um, but you know, some of this stuff about death could have been like some of these featuring artists could have been like, Hey, you know, maybe reword this or put that in there. Yeah. And that's what, I think that's what made Gemini good was all of these featuring artists. I think it um, did too. I don't think that it took away anything from Macklemore. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still, you know, now I feel like I respect him more as an artist now because of this album. I enjoyed this album. Yeah, he can clearly work with, well with people. Yeah, so. and that's good to see. You know, the whole, like, teamwork makes mm-hmm. the dream work thing. Clearly it does. Uh, you know, as cheesy as a saying as it is and as much as I grind it into your head at school, yeah. uh, it obviously is working. I feel like this mm-hmm. album is going to... It's going to rise in the charts, I feel like. I feel like some... There's going to be people out there that are going to yeah, find I hope some so. songs they, on here. They did a really good job with this, and I yeah. hope you know, they, they deserve that. So I, I do hope to see at least some songs from here. I don't expect mm-hmm. the whole album to be in like the top 50. No. I mean, even like Kendrick Lamar's album wasn't in the top 50. It, some of them were, but not all of them. And heck, if this, if this entire album makes it in the top 50, we have 16 songs from Gemini <laughs> in the top 50, and I feel like someone may be doing something wrong at that yeah, point. Yeah, someone's getting paid off. <laughs> <You're> like, so? <laughs> someone's might be getting fired. Yeah. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I feel like uh I feel like it was a good album. I definitely mm-hmm. would enjoy it. Yeah, um, if it was just Malcolm Moore, I don't think it would have been quite as good. I think it still would have been good, but like not to the extent that it was. Yeah. I feel the same way. I do feel the same way. Um music that wasn't so good, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. A week without you. Um, what's she doing? Is she is she switching genres? It seems like again. It, it almost felt like a country pop song, like a country swing kind of thing. That's yeah, what the vibe I got from it. It was definitely interesting. It wasn't normal Miley. It wasn't. It wasn't wrecking ball. It wasn't mm-hmm. absurd. It wasn't this like look at me how crazy I am and I'm out here and I'm weird. Look at me. Right. It was like kind of reserved and laid back almost. It was. A shock listening to it. I it guess. really like, was. I don't actively listen to Miley Cyrus. Um, you know, I did listen to Wrecking Ball and some other th- songs, but yeah, it's 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 different. 
and I'm not sure how I feel about it. It was almost hard to not listen to those songs. They were everywhere mm-hmm. all the time, like yeah. radio popping up on like Spotify and SoundCloud, and then like everywhere else that you would ever hear music, someone would be playing it, and you're like, okay, well, I've heard enough of Wrecking Ball yeah. to get my fill of it. Everyone but, was just talking about it. Yeah, but this song, I feel like, I don't think anyone no. really be talking about this, or if they do, it's not going to be for a long time. It didn't seem uh like powerful enough to last it was just kind of it was here it was cool to see her drop new music mm-hmm. but i don't think it was strong enough to stay it seems like she can't she can't really like make up her mind i guess about like what she wants to do because i'm looking at the um like the artwork for it right now and it's kind of got this like almost 70s vibe from it yeah i almost felt and, like 70s rodeo yeah and it's yeah, I can't tell if it's country or what she's actually trying to do. She's got, like, this, like, leather vest and pants on. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, are you trying to do something more modern or are you trying to do something classic? I don't – what are you trying to do, Miley? I can't tell. I, I didn't get it either. I Yeah, the cover art was definitely weird for it. And for the song, it was almost uh, – it was basically, you know, like an I Miss You love song, mm-hmm. which is, you know, obviously the title, Week Without You. But, yeah, I can't I can't get vibes from her anymore. I don't understand what she's trying to do. And I don't know if this is just – one song Mm -hmm. maybe we'll see an album in the future where she switches it up again and she's like okay you know i did my one thing that's kind of out of my bubble yeah and seeing if people like it and then if they don't then she'll be like all right i'll just go back to pop and then maybe she'll be fine maybe she'll recover from it but i don't think it's going to be a song that she's particularly Mm -hmm. remembered for it's not going to be up there people are people are definitely going to remember her for her like hannah montana days and then like wrecking ball uh, but yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's fine if you want to experiment with like new genres, new songs. And that's, yeah, that's great. Like I encourage that, but it's just this it just isn't something that stuck. Yeah, I don't, and it's not like she can't do that, like you said. And maybe she's just not the artist to be able to do it. We talked about it on uh, a few episodes ago with like Taylor Swift, how she jumps around, and you know she did her country thing, and mm-hmm. she's done her pop thing, and she's kind of been everywhere. But she's had a fan base follow her through her journey and then like seeing her progress and then just be like, all right, yeah, this is where I am now. And like her newest album, as much as I didn't like the song, I can respect her for jumping around, um, you know, genres and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I feel like maybe Miley needs to kind of stick to one area. Maybe she needs to just kind of see her strengths and her weaknesses and realize I can't jump everywhere. Pop seemed to work for her. It did. At least to me. Like I, never really listened to it that much but it did seem to work for her yeah it definitely it definitely became way more popular with her as a pop artist and then obviously when we were you know like younger or little mm-hmm. uh you know like the whole hannah montana thing was big because that was just our generation but then you know it was it was a shock to see her go like crazy yeah. as we got older we're like whoa what are you doing like all of a sudden like Miley's naked everywhere yeah. and licking sledgehammers, and now she's dressing up in all leather, bedazzled, out of seventies rodeo yeah, she's outfits. She's like a biker from the seventies. Almost. Yeah. It, it was. It's very interesting to see. Um, I I don't know. I don't know what to really think about it. I feel like. I guess I I do know what to think about it. I feel like she shouldn't have done it. I feel like she should have stuck to her roots. She should have stuck not even to her maybe maybe to her roots with the mm-hmm. whole you know pop thing because that's still what she's been doing. Um, but she should have stuck with that rather than I don't know trying to do this kind of outside of her realm song. It just didn't feel Miley to mm-hmm. me. It didn't feel 
bring, you know, bring, bring back Miley. What are you doing? Yeah, she could even do country, but with this song, it seems like it's almost trying to blend the two in yeah. a way. And I feel like country pop had its time. Yes. We had Florida Georgia Line. Yes. With, uh, oh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Nelly. Florida Georgia Line and Nelly, you know, we had we had their time. They were on the radio a lot, mm-hmm. and th- that lasted. Yeah. That died. Let that die. Let that, that go. That time is gone, yeah. Let please that time go. Please don't bring it back. Yeah. No, we're good. We don't want it back. <laughs> and I feel like maybe this was just maybe this was the wrong time. Maybe if she would have done this five years ago, maybe it would have been yeah, popular. Yeah, instead of Wrecking Ball and done something like this, I yeah. think it may have worked then. Maybe. Not now. But I f- and then you know at the time Wrecking Ball was like this monumentous song and the mm. music video was weird it caught everyone's attention and it was it was something that everyone talked about for months I didn't stop hearing about Wrecking Ball for yeah months. no one would shut up about it yeah it was <laughs> everywhere and I'm not hearing anything about Miley Cyrus anymore and she just dropped a new song yeah so I mean what does this say what is this is is this just one song. That no one's talking about, or is this Miley that no one's talking about? Wow, that's a heavy question. Yeah, um, I guess she could be fading out. Um, uh, I mean, if we have to think about it from her popular time to now, how long is too long to stay relevant? How long can you not do something or not release something big before you're no longer relevant? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah, because once you kind of get like on top of all of this stuff, you kind of have to stay there. Yeah, you constantly keep making this kind of stuff, or else you you'll get replaced. Yeah, like someone will. else will take your spot. There's... Everyone's gunning for your spot. Someone exactly. else is going to take it if you don't keep up with it. Being number one is the hardest. Being the underdog is the easiest because mm-hmm. all you can do, all you, all you only have up. Yeah, exactly. You only have up to go. Staying at the top, you everyone wants to knock you down. Everyone wants. And your spot. Miley wasn't necessarily at the top, I don't think, but. She had her time mm-hmm. in the spotlight. She had her time of being very popular, and I don't, I don't think this is going to help her get back up there. I don't mm-hmm. think at this point she's back in kind of the underdog position. People have kind of forgotten about her. Yeah. Nowadays it's, nowadays it's pop. You know, it's you know hip hop, rap, things like that that are getting more and more popular. People mm-hmm. are listening to rap more and more, and people are getting into punk more and more. We're just getting into these other genres, and then Miley hasn't done much to bring her back in the spotlight. Right, because she had that kind of, like, initial shock, like when she cut her hair and she started doing that those Wrecking Ball-type songs. Yeah. And I think that, that shock is clearly worn off, but it's like everyone was, like, so, like, everyone was talking about her because yeah. it's like it was so different than her, like, Disney days. Oh, yeah. And then now that, like, high is gone and, like, no one cares. Yeah, it's, no not, cares anymore. it's not, like, surprising and weird anymore. People are talking about Taylor Swift and Katy Perry's beef and the Kardashians getting pregnant rather than Miley Cyrus mm-hmm. releasing a new song. She's just not that interesting anymore because, yeah. She's not, no. I, I don't think, and I hope that this doesn't just, like, mean that her career is fading. Mm-hmm. I hope, you know, hopefully she releases something else, even maybe even a new album. Maybe this is a hint that, like, hey, I'm still working. Mm-hmm. Give me some time. Which I can respect, you know. Obviously, you can't you can't just drop songs all the time and expect them to be good. It takes time to produce good songs and get good work out of it. Right. But I hope this isn't an indicator of where she's going or the style that she's going with, because it's not going to work out for her. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be strong enough to compete with what we have nowadays, music wise. Yeah, and she's got her fans. Don't get me wrong. Like. 
people will still follow her. Yeah. And I, don't th- I don't think she'll ever just like completely fade away mm-hmm. and unless she just quits music altogether. Yeah. But it's, it just won't be as strong as it used to be. Yeah, it's like. definitely it's definitely not going to be the popular area of music, I don't think. I think, you know, like you said, she'll have her fans. They'll still follow her, you know. Mm-hmm. Every artist kind of has their hardcore followers. But is she going to gain back the popular view? Not with this song. Yeah, n- absolutely not with the song. Maybe with the album, if it turns like, if it t- turns its sound around. Yeah, then maybe. But and she has it's... a lot to compete with albums. I mean, just the ones we've talked about today are competition. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Six months from now, she releases an album. Who's going to be going hard then? Who's going to be releasing something that's monumentous then? Yeah, the music industry is constantly changing. Yeah, like there's constantly new people in the spotlight, or like even returning people. In oh the yeah. Spotlight. I mean, like, um, look at Kendrick Lamar. Everyone's yeah. still talking about Damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, DNA, Humble, and I believe Loyalty. I know DNA and Humble. They're still in the top 50. That's pretty incredible for an album that came out last year. Yeah. And, and people are still talking about that, which is awesome. But yeah. It's like... It's just not going to happen with this. It's not. No. It's not going to... I don't think this song's even going to make top 50. Um, if it does, it'll be very surprising, and it'll be low, and it'll probably be off the charts within mm-hmm. a week. But I, you know, hate to be so negative about it, but Miley, uh, I feel like you got to step it up. You got to, you got to release something, mm-hmm. maybe just a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, I respect you for trying something new, but it's just not working. Yeah, it wasn't different enough, uh, different enough for it to catch our eye mm-hmm. and for us to be like, okay, yeah. yeah. It was just like, oh, all right, I listened to that. Yeah, I'll <laughs> forget about this song by tomorrow. Yeah, I can guarantee it. Honestly, um, yeah. It was. It, I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. But um, there is a nice festival this weekend, though, that people can enjoy called Lost Lands. Um, have you looked at it at all? Have you checked it out? I did check it out. It seems pretty interesting, actually. It's um. It's gonna be pretty awesome. Uh, that I might be a little biased because I'm going to it this weekend. But um, recently I did find out you're also into dubstep, and this is dubstep. This is the heaviest. DJs in the world, basically, uh, except for excluding just a few. There's a few that aren't in there that I would have loved to have seen there, mm-hmm. but obviously you can only fit so many artists in three days and a certain amount of time, so, you know, respectable for what he could yeah. do. Uh, this is actually Excision's first festival. Um, he's done he's done big stuff like Shamhala before up in Canada, but this is his own personal festival, and it's his first time doing it, and... I hope it goes well. I hope it's, it looks like it's going to be awesome. It's going to be very excision-esque, you know, dinosaurs, loud, uh, pretty crazy. It's going to be incredible. Um, I think it's going to be around for a bit, especially if EDM stays the course that it is and stays pretty popular mm. and people are still having traction with it. I mean, not everyone obviously listens to, like, dubstep and is big into it, but the people that do... I mean, these artists are still getting thousands and thousands and thousands of views mm-hmm. per song or album that they release. So obviously they're still a following. I mean, if you look at the biggest festivals in the world, like Tomorrowland in Belgium, it's huge. It's still huge. Yeah. Uh, if you look at EDC in Vegas, that's, uh, you know, like America's biggest one. It's crazy huge. It's Ultra in Miami, yeah. still crazy huge. Electric Forest, even though it's changed a little bit, it's more... It's more rappers and popular artists and DJs. It's still pretty big. I mean, you know, they're just making adaptations. Lollapalooza was, like, it was insanely huge this last year Mm -hmm. and this year. I mean, it's still going hard. Um, 
yeah, I really hope to see this one in like you know some of the top festivals that it's being mentioned by. I hope so. Other yeah. people. I hope this happens like annually now. Yeah. Like, because I, I mean, I'm not going to it this weekend, but I'd love to go if it happens next year. Yeah, for sure. If it happens next year, I definitely want to try to go again. Uh, I'm really excited to see the lineup and just see everyone. I, I'll mi- I'll end up missing like, I don't know, the first four, maybe five uh, performances because I have to leave here later in the day mm-hmm. um, on Friday. But I am very excited to see this lineup. I mean, these DJs are going to be showing off their stuff at a brand new festival. Yeah. And it's going to be pretty exciting to see. And most of these like names I've never like heard of before. Like they're almost all new to me. Yeah, and that and that's pretty exciting for you know even if you don't know everyone to go and see maybe someone you haven't seen before mm-hmm. and seeing kind of what they do because I mean you know that's the whole part about a lot of these festivals is seeing someone maybe you didn't know and then being like oh mm-hmm. I can get into their music now yeah I feel like it's almost a as weird a comparison maybe like Vans Warp Tour you see you know there's huge lineups the whole day and then you know you can go see someone you've never heard of before and yeah, then like be smaller, like maybe even local bands yeah and then you're like oh i enjoy this i can mm-hmm. check them out now and i feel like you know hopefully that happens here um i haven't heard of every artist i've heard of like 95 percent of them because i'm big into this scene of mm-hmm. music um but yeah i hope to see a few people that i've never heard of before or never listened to and you know maybe they'll catch my eye maybe they won't yeah. um but I'm very excited for this lineup. I'm very excited for the days. Um, I'm hoping that this festival goes really well and it does end up being annual. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll gain traction and more people will come. Yeah, I'm always open to new music. So if this does become an annual thing, I'd love for like even more like lesser-known artists to start popping up at this yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, almost like smaller DJs and stuff coming yeah, in. Yeah, like smaller local DJs. Like I, I love local bands. Yeah, like, I think it would be very cool. And, and maybe even in the future, as much of a heavy... Um, festival as this will be, you know, it's going to be like the filthiest, heaviest dubstep mm-hmm. anyone's heard ever. Um, maybe, uh, maybe it'll change a little bit to allow other people into other DJs and stuff where we could see other things. Um, I'm hoping that he doesn't really go for the popular route and allow like rappers and stuff to come in unless yeah. they're collabing with other artists. Exactly. Yeah. Um, cause then it'll just kind of turn into like an electric forest thing where it's just a hodgepodge and mm-hmm. that's definitely not what this festival is going for. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I hope it goes well. I really do. I hope it goes super well and then I can remember it forever and possibly even go back again. Yeah. Yeah, cause I actually haven't heard about this until yesterday I was doing a little bit of research on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd love to go next year. If oh this yeah, is a thing. I'm super excited. I'll make sure. I'll, I'll make sure to let you know how okay, it goes. Thanks. I won't spoil anything, <laughs> but I'll make sure to let you know how it goes. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Any final thoughts on anything though before we move on to some Billboard charts? Um, not really. All right. Fair enough. Uh, it seems like we, you know, we've talked about our fair share of our music today. Um, but on to the Billboard charts. Number one this week, still Bodak Yellow by Cardi B, and it's not with Kodak Black. It is just the Bodak Yellow, which. Originally, Kodak Black did make the song, and then Cardi B came out with Bodak Yellow, but now they've collabed to make Bodak Yellow with both of them because it's still kind of Kodak Black's really? song. So he's just getting in there too, I guess. Uh, but no, it's just the Bodak Yellow money moves. Um, right under it, though, Rockstar, uh, which actually on Spotify is number one, but according to the Billboards.com, it's number two. But um, I did enjoy that song. 
out of Post Malone songs, you know, I don't I don't listen to all of them. I have his Stony album and like a few songs on there. Everyone mm-hmm. loves Congratulations, it seems like. Yeah. Um definitely one of my favorites by him. But I did like Rockstar. Uh Twenty One Savage, his his verses in it were pretty good. I enjoyed those. Those weren't too bad. Uh, I'm, I don't listen to Twenty One Savage too much. The, like the only other song I know by him is like X or Bank Account, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Bank Accounts, all right. Uh, Look what you made me do has dropped to number three. Matt would be so sad. <laughs> and then um, Logic Suicide Hotline, fourth place. Again, I still am going to say this. I don't agree with it being in the top five. Um, as Matt and I mentioned before, if it wasn't a Suicide Hotline song, it wouldn't be popular. Yeah. As much as I love Logic, I didn't enjoy this one. Mm-hmm. Um, his newer album, Everybody, it was good. I loved a lot of the songs on it, but this one wasn't It wasn't doing it for me. Yeah, I didn't feel like it fit. Yeah, and for it to be like top five is kind of, I guess, almost impressive, mm-hmm. if anything, uh, the fact that a lot of the people I have talked to have been like, yeah, I mean, I just thought it was okay. Obviously, it's doing something right. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because it gained traction from him performing it live, and then, <clears throat> um, you know, having it just be about this kind of issue is maybe why it's so popular and why it's so high up there. Uh, some songs, you know, if it just gains a lot of traction, it gets up there. It doesn't have to necessarily be good. Yeah, so, that's true. I mean, you know, it happens all the time. But uh, just below it, Despacito though dropped number five. It was so close to beating Mariah Carey for the like world record of number one spot for weeks in a row, and uh, it's so sad to see it go. But yeah, um, I feel like this top five isn't too terrible. Uh, I would definitely be moving Logic song down. Um, I don't know about Unforgettable being moved up though, since that is number six. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is a pretty strong top five. Uh, Bodak Yellow is probably gonna stay up there for couple more weeks at least um it's still pretty popular people like yeah cardi b and how she quote unquote goes hard in this song uh i don't know it was it was all right it was pretty much just her just slow rapping the whole time and she didn't really have any flow Mm -hmm. besides like slow and then well apparently people really like that yeah i mean there's chicks in the club that are they're getting angry at their man because of this man um but yeah definitely i do i do agree with the top one and two. I don't like the Taylor Swift song, but you know it's catchy. It gets up there. People like Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. and she caught a lot of traction for releasing it, uh, for releasing the music video for it, while not even being at the VMAs. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Um, I feel it's like cool that's to see pretty... Imagine Dragons still up there. That is. Like, I did. I and I liked. Was... I liked that album. That was a good album. Mm-hmm. I liked Believer. I liked Thunder. Uh, those were the two I can remember off the top of my head, but I liked that album out of all of the ones I listened to. I was like, yeah, these are good. Mm-hmm. I like Imagine Dragons, so it was pretty cool to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you have any songs, albums, artists, recommendations that you've been listening to um, that you would like the people to hear? I can kick off with like a shameless um, self-promotion. Um, I wrote a review about Night Runner's new album, Thunderbird. It's like an 80s synthwave kind of okay. style album. Night so Runner. It's largely instrumental. Um, okay. But yeah, if you like 80s music, like I do, then it's great. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, I'm going to have to go with, which we didn't talk about it today, but uh, Odessa's new album, they just released stuff, which has been forever. 
since they've released things, and I was like, what? What? What is going on? What is this? It, uh, like, it made my day when I saw it come up. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was pretty good. It's very Odessa. It's very chill. Uh, it's something you can have as background noise and just kind of relax. Um, there's not a lot of singing. It's very electronic. Mm. So it's something that, you know, you can just have as background noise. Um, I did enjoy it, though. I have enjoyed Odessa's past work, and it's been pretty strong for me. So the fact that this album still kind of remained that level of well produced and just good. Yeah, that's I was awesome. like, I was like, yeah, I enjoyed this. This was nice. I'll have to check that out. But yeah. Um, so if you guys want to tune in again, be sure to check us out on Byte BSU. Follow us on Twitter, Byte BSU, same name. Uh, we post everything on our website. Goes to SoundCloud. You can check us out. Uh, I've been your host Tyler Wheatley. Joining me today was Phil Aiken. And you guys have a beautiful day.